Welcome back, everybody, to the Stark Wars podcast. Today we are recapping Hawkeye episode four in full spoiler details. So if you haven't seen it, get out now. And I'm joined by the man that makes my heart grow older. It's Tommy Pizzullo. Tommy, how are you? I'm doing good. Uh, and after this podcast, can we play a game of risk, maybe? That could be a lot of fun if we do a little family game night. Don't tease me like that because I'm a big risk guy and uh, I'll make it happen. We'll do a risk night. We'll see. It'd be like a it'd be like a five hour podcast, but yeah, could we come in characters? Like General uh, uh, Chocolate Lips will be my name. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't know. It just came to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tommy, we do have a guest here today, and I'm so happy to welcome back Chad. Chad, how are you? <laughs> Oh, ho, 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 ho. oh, tis the season! Oh, twas the pod before Christmas and all through the studio. Not a creature was stirring because oh, Tommy was late to the show. But we are here and we are covering Hawkeye and it's great to be here. Man, Christmas came early. I'm allowed to show back up on this podcast. You know, I must have been a very good boy this year because Santa really packed his sack full of goodies for your boy to to, to podcast with you two. Man, I'm I'm pumped. I'm I'm amped. You know, to quote to quote the great um uh musical from the first episode, I could do this all day, you know. Chad, I I just for the audience, I know you probably saw, but I had to mute. That was uh, uncomfortably hilarious. So thank you for that that intro, um, Chad. I want I want to prod you here. Um, I want to get your initial reactions. What have you been thinking about Hawkeye? I haven't watched a single second of it. Facts. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it's very, very good. I really like it. I think the dynamic between uh, Kate and, uh, and 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 Clint is just is adorable. I love it so much. I think this is uh, has the potential to be um, probably one of their better Marvel series. Although I will say, I think all of the Marvel. Um, series are, are just uh, hitting it out of the park. But if you would have told me specifically before this uh, entire thing started that, hey, so we're going to do Hawkeye. It's going to be a television show. He's not getting a movie, but it's going to be a television show. I'd have been like, all right, hell yeah, cool. Now stay with me here. It's going to be a Christmas special. It's kind of like Die Hard, except Hawkeye. And way more Christmas. I, I I don't know if if that would have sold me. I think it's I think it's absolutely ridiculous, but I think it's it, it's it's just the right amount. Uh, I've been calling this entire thing Hawkeye Saves Christmas, and um, I'm here for it. I really like uh, Hawkeye Saves Christmas. Yeah, I mean, as far as we know in the MCU, there's no other like Christmas threats at this point. So I would say this probably is like it's kind of like a street level low stakes threat as far as the MCU goes, but. Um, probably the most important thing going on at this point in the MCU, right, Tommy? Yeah, I, I would say so. Um, I think at some point we got to see Clint show up as as Santa, and he he goes to like some orphan children, and he gives them presents, and then we truly can say that he saved Christmas. Yeah, yeah, I think he has to show up to a, like. I, th- I think he's he's got to show up uh, right when his family think he's not going to make it. He rolls up, and it's just like. <laughs> Hawkeye Claus is here and then just saves just saves Christmas. Chad, you're a few gray hairs away from working in uh, a shopping mall and the big Santa throne. 
Uh, taking pictures of kids. Being a Santa Claus is a job that I would like to have at some point in my life before it's all said and done. And you will. Let's be yeah. real. You will. Let's be real. Um, yeah. Tommy, I want to get to your takes. What do you think about this episode in particular? Uh, I liked this episode. I think it's it was a little slower beginning for me, but I didn't hate that, right? Like there was a lot of character uh, interaction with Kate and, and, and Hawkeye. I, I do think that's what gets me the most. That's what I like is their banter back and forth. That's that's really the heart of it for me. Um, a little bit more on the Quinn side recently. Like I really liked what they've done with Hawkeye in general in this series and just showing how vulnerable he is. I have some bigger theories that have grown off my old theories and some completely new theories that I would love to dive into this episode uh, and, and talk about. Cause I think there's a lot of little nuggets here. Well, awesome. I, I am, I am just completely ready to dive right into it. I'll tell you this though. Um, I did like the episode, but I have the least notes that I've ever <clears> taken <throat> probably on any show besides maybe some of the what if episodes, but this one, I'm just like, I don't have a whole lot to say on it, um, but we'll go through it here. Um, and let's talk about, we pick up right where we left off with Jack having his sword against Clint's throat. And uh, it quickly diffuses and they go into like a nice, it's almost like a, it's like, it's like when you introduce your family to like your girlfriend for the first time. It's kind of like that. Yeah, but it's like her mentor. It's like, here's my teacher. Uh, <laughs> we're hanging out. We just came here to uh, to chill for a second. Don't worry about it. Wait, I want to get more specifically, Chad. What do you think of Jack? Um, that's the guy with the hilarious mustache, right? Yeah, we are we're pro mustache. So be careful. No, I love it. I'm, okay. I'm pro mustache also. In fact, someday I hope to have a mustache just like Tommy. Uh, it's 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 great. You, you know, you're great. Although you could curl the ends a little bit more. I think. I think you could really pull it off. You know. You could have lied to the podcast audience and told them it was curled. They would have yeah, never known. But listen, that would put that would put me on the naughty list. And I'm not a bad boy. I'm a good boy. All right. Nice. And then so I can't. I can't. I should not lie on this podcast. Uh, but I like Jack. I like Jack. I think. Uh, I, I think there's more to him than than what meets the eye. I think. I think he's up to something. You, th you so you do. Your team Jack is a bad guy. I I think I'm team uh, Jack is a bad guy. I think I wasn't. I wasn't at first, but I, but I'm talking myself into it the more I watch. Well, he was revealed to be like the CEO of Sloan Incorporated this episode, which again I feel like they're really. Uh, I feel like it's almost too easy that he is the bad guy, right, Tommy? That's what I've been saying, Michael. That's what I've been saying. But and but they but oh sorry, Tommy. I didn't mean to cut you off. No worries. Uh, I was just going to add that I think the the person who's the real bad guy is right in front of us, and it's Eleanor Bishop. Didn't you hear that combo? She's like, she called someone right after meeting Hawkeye. She got some things set up. I'm telling you, watch out for Eleanor. There's something sus about her. But isn't it like kind of like a trend, especially in like some of like the more recent um, Marvel Disney Plus shows that like the bad guy is right in our face? Like I mean, look at um um in uh Winter uh, Captain uh, Cap, uh Falcon and Winter Soldier, you know, um wow I'm forgetting her name the, the, the yeah I'm with you I don't, the, the, the yeah the kingpin of like the, the the power broker the power broker was exactly who we all said it was completely who like and and, and so I feel like I feel like it's it's really on the nose but I think there's a reason it's on the nose. Okay, completely fair. Um, 
Uh, but and again, there was like a lot of weird stuff in this. But here's the thing, Tommy. I think Jack is honestly just a good guy. Like he's being, he's so nice. When was he nice? Did you hear him like talk? Did you? He was thinking Hawkeye out? for saving the world. Did you hear that creepy song he sang in this episode? Jack Frost nibbling on your neck. I think he's a vampire. I think he's Morbius. I think that's what this entire thing is. I think he's an evil vampire. Michael, he also called the Hawkeye Archer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. He, and he talked in third person to Kate the last episode. Yeah, anyone who talks in third person is a supervillain. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, and also Tommy, I'm piggybacking on the Eleanor thing because I, I'm buying into it a lot more. Um, uh, again, with the phone call we get, and also uh, she when she's like walking Hawkeye out, I find it very interesting. It's I don't necessarily think like her concern is Kate Bishop's safety, but but who else? other than your parents, understand your abilities more than them, right? And I feel like, in a way, it's almost like she's trying to eliminate her opposition, right? She sees Kate as somebody that is willing to take down any mischievous things going on. And if she's able to tell Hawkeye, like, you got to cut her out of this. Like, I think she's kind of threatened by her own daughter there. That's, that's, that's what I pick up on it. And I think it could be both things. I think genuinely she does care about Kate. And in a way, if she gets caught with all this stuff she's doing with Jack, then she's not there to protect Kate anymore. So in a roundabout way, she is trying to protect Kate. But I do agree with you. I think she thinks Kate's too close uh, to whatever she's up to. Um, there's definitely some sus stuff there. And it, it should get explored soon, you would hope. You know, there's not many episodes left. Uh and uh, yeah, I, I, I think beyond the Eleanor watch, let's put that radar out there. Beep, boop, beep, boop. And, you know, start watching out for that. Yes. Yeah, so let's move on to, I, I guess the next scene here is the phone conversation with uh, Laura, his wife. And uh, the, she's so cool. And, and I feel bad that she's like stuck at home with the kids and all, like just like giving a phone call every once in a while. But she's so cool. Like I, w I hope that she gets some action in this in this series. Yeah, I agree. Um, she's she's really. I love their, their, their her little back and forth over the phone with Clint is very. It's it, it, it's. I, I really like it. Um, she's yeah, like you said, she's really cool, and I wish they gave her more screen time. I wish they gave her a fight scene. Well, Chad, going off that, I I think there's more to Laura, or at least maybe it's more. You think, of she's, a, you think she's a bad guy too? <laughs> no, no, she's on the good. She's on the nice list. Oh, all right, good. Did you check it twice? Gonna find out who's naughty or nice, Chad. Yes. Uh, but yeah, my thing with uh with Laura is that she is fully like she knows everything, right? I think she was either a shield agent at some point. Um, I actually think this is my wild theory: is that the watch is connected to her. It's her identity that's being kept secret, and that's why they, like she knew about the watch. You know, on the on the first phone call, she was like, "Wait, what happened to the watch?" Though, I there's a I a theory. Uh, I I did see it after I thought it, I looked up online. There's I think that she potentially could be the Mockingbird. She could be, uh, you know, a love interest of Hawkeye in the comics. Um, it could be an interesting thing of like she went under. You know, Nick Fury helped them find this farm, helped hide her. She did something something big that they need to hide her away from everyone. I'm actually all aboard that idea. I love that a lot. Um, yeah, no, I'm all about that. I hope I hope she has some, some tequila as the Mockingbird at some point and really, really drinks up. Yep. Was well, we also see her speaking German on the phone? Like she's like 
she's totally in spy mode, right? Like she's yeah. like, my kids are around. Let me shift languages now. It's just like she's so she's so cool, and all she's doing is making phone calls. So I'd like to, yeah, I'd like to see more. So that's where, like, I'm hoping even, you know, my theory might be wild, but I'm mostly hoping just because I want more of her. I think it'd be so cool to get, like you said, Chad, an action scene. Let's get her into the action. Yeah. No, I, th- I like that theory. I I am uh, I give that the uh, the old Chad seal of approval, Tommy. Yes, I've done Where's, it. Where are the bells? Oh, oh, here. Yeah, hang on. Let me, uh, we... let me go grab my sleigh bells from the floor. Uh... <laughs> yeah, can you do that every time we're right? Sure, yeah. All right, thank you. Oh, 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 oh. Right you are. <laughs> we oh, guess so every nice. time. We, we a need theory. a little soundboard now that we can just like when Chad's not on, we just play that. So just I'll just it. come on every week. <laughs> we'll just, just play. It. We'll have you in the background in the stream yard. We'll just pull you in. And yeah. Ting, ting, ting. Uh, it'll just be just that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So we cut back to Jack, Kate, and Eleanor here, and we talked about this a little bit. There, there's some joking going on here. Jack can't quite get his uh. What are they, idioms? Yeah, he's way off on them. <laughs> it's kind of a cute scene. Again, like, I think he's, like, he's just innocent. He's innocent. This was a nicer scene. Like, I like that we finally got some sort of, like, family moment with Kate and her family. Like, her, like, that was nice. Um, I, I kind of wish she would have stayed and hung out with them. I get why she didn't. But they were, like, giving her an olive branch. And I feel like that was a nice, this is a moment where I'm like, oh, maybe they are nicer. But I'm telling you, watch out for that, Eleanor. Nah, why not both? Why can't they both be bad guys? I think they are both bad guys. Yeah, it's like a Bonnie and Clyde type thing. Well, I think I think Jack is definitely a bad guy. Obviously, he works for Sony. He's, like, the CEO of Sony Inc. But I think when push comes to shove, I don't think that he's going to be as evil as like he seems to be. And here's the thing about Eleanor. Here's like a, a subtle thing that I picked up on, right? Uh, Jack wants to dance with Eleanor and Kate says, oh, my mom doesn't dance. And she's like, oh, yes, I do. And then she goes and dances with him. And I know that's a small thing, but it just, it goes to show that like Eleanor is willing to hide things from her daughter um, about herself. And although it may be small, it is a window into who she really is. And don't forget the first episode where, you know, she had the conversation with uh, Armand and just kind of like played it off. Her, her daughter asked about it. was like, oh, it's nothing. Don't worry. I think there's more to that. I think there's more about how she got her security business. I think a lot of that's going to come up in the next couple episodes of like, what did she need to do to, you know, they were going to lose the house before Avengers. There was a lot going on for them. And somehow, you know, they, they got a lot of money. They started a business. Seems, He's a seems- vampire. <laughs> I, I'm not rolling it out, Chad. Kate, your mom's dating a vampire. The movie. Yeah. Um, so I, I know Chad's going to be excited about this one because this is like our most Christmassy scene, scene of them all. We go to Hawkeye and he's icing up with the slushies, tying them to himself. And that's when Kate comes over. And there's a lot of there's a lot to talk about here in this conversation. Um, but yeah, they're decorating the tree and watching Christmas movies. It's cute, I guess. Yeah, it, it, you know, it, it made me want to put on a sweater and deck the halls. You know, it made me want to it made me want to have a sleigh ride together with you. It made me want to just jingle all the bells. Um, it made me want to um, uh, let it snow. It made me want to um, do all kinds of Christmas stuff. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, and, and for me, too, it's also nice. There's a I think issue six of Hawkeye. There's a moment where like he's like decorating his apartment with Tony 
and it very much felt like that kind of vibe here. You know, we got a little bit of that with, with Kate. And I think it just shows that like Hawkeye is like kind of a curmudgeon sometimes. And, and Kate's kind of getting that, like as much as he's like excited to do Christmas with his family, I feel like she's bringing out that like softer side of him that I really appreciate. And I think like she, he needs a Kate in her, his life, you know? 100%. Yeah. I, I like this. Uh, Chad, what did you think of their Christmas sweaters? Oh, I love them. I love them. In fact, I was going to say we should all wear Christmas sweaters here, but then I remembered that I wouldn't have a camera, so you wouldn't be able to see it. Oh, we, I do have – I have a Bill's Christmas sweater. Oh, nice. Nice. Yes. You, like, um, you, I, like, you like to have, be disappointed then. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> it ruins my whole Christmas wearing that sweater, <laughs> but, you know, I deserve that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it could be worse. You could be a Lions fan. That is true. <laughs> I did just order a Boba Fett Christmas sweater, so I will have. Oh to hell yeah! On. I, I yeah. think Boba Fett comes out slightly after Christmas, though. So. Maybe we do a Christmas podcast where we watch like maybe the Star Wars Christmas special, and then we wear our Christmas sweaters on it. I love that bonus. Yeah, I'm not against that at all. Actually, <laughs> that sounds exciting. Um, but uh, Tommy, uh, I want to talk about. Uh, well, first and foremost. We do get conversation with the boomerang. There's like a lot of stuff in this scene that like it's like, yeah, this is gonna come back later. Like it's a lot of like just setting up probably what's gonna happen in like the final fight scene. But we do get talk of the boomerang arrow, which means it's canon and I'm ready for it. Yeah. No, in the comics, it's Hawkeye that's pumped about the boomerang arrow. So I like that they kind of reversed it because it fits it doesn't fit this version of Clint in the comic. Like I like that like Kate is all about the trick arrows and is like obsessed with them. Um, I thought that was re- I, I agree with you, Michael. We're seeing that boomerang arrow come up. And also the like coin, like the coin trick. Like that's like totally like, oh yeah, she's gonna perfect this because something's gonna come up later and she's gonna need to throw a coin. So what I liked yeah. about that though, sorry, it, uh, what I liked about that was it showed something they haven't really discussed a lot with Hawkeye. Like you see the arrows a lot, but like Hawkeye's a good shot with anything. He can make, like, it's kind of like Bullseye in that way of, like, he can make anything into into a weapon and he can, like, hit you with it. Like, the whole, like, when he's like, I, yeah, I could incapacitate someone with this quarter. Like, can't be a dime, though. Dimes are too light. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was very precise. He was like, whatever, that like, cannot be a dime, um, which would also make you assume that it could also not be a penny. Yeah. Are we anti-dimes and pennies then? The um, I'm definitely anti-penny. I think pennies don't need to exist. Um, I love a, I love a good dime. I love a dime. I think dime might be my favorite uh, coin. Oh. Because you know why? You know why? Because I like to call people dimes. Because you're all you're you're all just a dime, a bunch of dimes. You know you ever you know that that saying that expression. Uh, have you have you been going to school with Jack? With Jack? Have you and Jack been like, learning? Be like, same? Tommy, Tommy, you're such a dime. That means you're like a, a perfect ten. <laughs> yeah, this is this is just like a Jack. Uh, I, I guess I'm yeah. a vampire. Uh, yeah. Oh no. <laughs> so here's another thing I want to talk about because this is when it gets a little more serious here. Um, Kate asks Clint, "What is the best shot he ever took?" And for whatever reason, Clint decides to get really depressing and not answer the question at all and, like, move on to something that is not relevant to the question in the slightest. Um, But he says the best shot he took was the shot he did not take, which was killing Natasha Romanoff. Um, I did not like... Like, the transition into this did not work for me. Yeah, I thought it was weird. I thought it was a little forced. Yeah, yeah. Um, Again, like, you didn't answer the question. Like, that was not the question. I think... 
I get that. I guess I'm a sucker. I took it as like, it's a little lesson for her of like, listen, sometimes you, you don't need to take the shot. Like sometimes the best thing you can do is not take the shot. And like what it led to was his best friend. And he got like a lot of great times with her. I think it's just doubling down on the Natasha stuff. I'm glad that they're like showing a lot of that. Um, and not just like pushing it aside. Like, I'm glad that this is, you know, especially in this episode, we see Kate, basically have a, a natasha fall at the end there was be- definitely a lot of homages to that moment and you can see that it's haunting him but i agree it was a little force like it's like man you really need to you really got to talk about something clint like you you, you okay yeah, there's other ways they could have had that conversation and there's yes. other ways they could have put it in the show that didn't make me go oh here we go like why if someone asks you a question and your answer is something and then say but i don't want to talk about it you're an <laughs> asshole. I hate that. I hate that so much. Chad, this is like if you this is like if you ask me like, what's the best party you've ever been to? And I'm like, well, the time my grandfather died, all my family was there, and it was nice to see them. It was like, what? <laughs> yeah. the, the best the best party I went to was the party I didn't go to because my grandpa died, and so I had to go to that instead. <laughs> or it's like, or it's like, hey guys, so the weirdest fucking thing happened to me today. Oh really? Yeah, but I don't want to talk about it. Then what was the point of even bringing it up? I hate when people do that. It, nothing makes me matter in this world than that. Well, like I, I just, do have a question. I want to I want to hone in on this because I think something was going on here. These slushies they were drinking are they alcoholic? Ooh, that's a good question. She is because of age. T- typically is she? That's what was that was my next question because I don't know what's going on. I like I thought she was a bit younger than twenty one, but um, typically you see these like these freezer packets slushy things. I've only seen the alcoholic ones. I don't the ones that look like that. I've never seen a non alcoholic one. Yeah. I thought she was 22, but I may just be, you know, throwing that out there. Um, but if not, let's just say that it's, she got a non-alcoholic one. Yeah. And that would explain why Clint is getting so freaking depressing out of nowhere. That's true. <laughs> so, Uncle um, Hawkeye's been drinking again. Yeah. Oh, no. Can I, also, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, it, it definitely was like a lot of exposition in this scene, but I do think a lot of this stuff is crucial. I think it is going to... I think a lot of these things that you said are going to come up both in theme. Like I think a lot of these conversations is going to lead uh, to the next couple episodes. Yeah. We also get um, another important part. Kate, Kate comes to the, she's realized now that Clint is the Ronan. Um, so that, that's kind of interesting. I don't know where that's going to go. I mean, well, you know, whatever. I'm glad she finally did. Honestly, I was kind of embarrassed for her that she hasn't figured it out yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> True. Um, but uh, let's talk about the next day here. And uh, wait, hold on. Did, does Kate spend the night at this apartment with him? This is a, a little weird. It's getting a little weird. They, they separate rooms, right? It's her aunt's apartment. So really, it's weird that Hawkeye's still there. But like, yeah, I know. Yeah, That's, it's weird. Hawkeye. Maybe he slept on the couch. And she's I'd, like, I'd, hope, I'd hope he slept on the couch. Yeah, yeah. I, they definitely like were in separate rooms. But but uh let's talk about let's talk about the next morning the morning after um yeah. got some folgers in their cups <laughs> we get a couple of things here we get clint drinking out of a thanos was right mug which seems wrong i don't think he should have that um i guess it's not his but um you would think he wouldn't even drink from it like yeah, i would open gonna... up the cupboard i'd open up the cupboard and go well we're gonna throw this away <laughs> yeah like yeah you, we're gonna throw this away you were depressed about natasha dying and like thanos being right like yeah, then you're gonna drink the cup that literally like, is almost like in spite of that moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is this would be this would be thrown away, and 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 quite frankly, I'd be calling her aunt and being like, "Hey, 
Yeah. So we also get um we also get a shirt that Clay uh Kate wears in the comic books. It's this Russian shirt. It looks like an arrow with a little dog's face in it. Um I, I really like this callback. I looked it up. Um the word the Russian word on that shirt. I can't remember what it stands for, but it, it's the name of the first astronaut dog from Russia. So there's that. Whether you like it or not, um, we also go to the LARPers. Chad, uh, let's let's stop down here. Are you uh, are you a LARPer? I have LARPed. Um, I'm not an avid LARPer, but I have LARPed a time or two in my life. Fair. It's very yeah, I, it's very fun. Tommy, I want to get on. I want I want to get your take on this. I feel like a lot of the stuff so far that we've gotten with the LARPers, they I feel like they're poking a lot of fun at them. Like they're like. Uh, like, I don't know. I don't think LARPers are actually like they're being depicted in the show. What do you think? That, yeah, yeah, kind of. Kind of. It's definitely like, they're definitely shoehorning these LARPers in. And like, I think part of it is like, there's a lot of characters from the comics that they're, re like, the LARPers are named after these characters in the comics. And I feel like they're trying to get those people into the show. And this was their way of doing it. That's how it kind of comes out to me. Because I'm like, do we do we needed them back again? Like I I liked it, but it was definitely like I had more fun watching uh, Clint and Kate like do Christmas than than like all right we gotta talk to these larpers now and get these arrows back. But I do like I do want to stop down. I do like that they're addressing like how many trick arrows like is he still making them? I I like that like almost logistics that they are addressing of like yeah he's got to go get you know the the shafts back because it's like yeah the arrows are fine but like you need specific you know material. It's like the Legolas thing from Lord of the Rings. Like his his quiver is con just always full of arrows, and he's like shooting like a hundred per scene. So, um, yeah, it is like uh, they're like this is actually not necessarily a renewable resource. We have to like get more. So I do appreciate that. Um, but yeah, so I guess the next scene here is we get Kazi, Maya's little henchman dude, and. Um, uh, Hawkeye kind of pins him in the car and uh, he's kind of telling him off, saying, uh, Maya's chasing a ghost. So, what do you think of this scene, Tommy? I mean, clearly, if she's chasing a ghost, why would Hawkeye care? Clearly, like, yeah, you true. know, I, I felt like it was a good scene. It just shows, like, Hawkeye doing something again. It's like it's creating that more serious turn that I think we're going to, of like, there is some darker stuff going on. Um, I do think it's going to like, they talk about, we all know who's running this and like, he won't be happy about her doing this. Now who that could be um, really could be anyone. But uh, if I had to put a pin on it, it it'd probably be some sort of King like figure. It's Jack. <laughs> it's count Jackula. Oh my God. <laughs> That's the hashtag for the episode. Also, I, we didn't talk about this. Man, they really want to double down on how many swords this Jack guy has. They literally are putting swords in, in an umbrella holder. It's just like, oh, let's throw these swords in here. Like, man, how many swords do you need, my dude? It's too much. I, but I guess that's his thing, so I'll let him have it. It's amazing what happens when you're worried about, you know, being slain as a vampire. You got to have swords laying around. That's true. They might double down on your vampire. I'm in on, you know what, Tommy seal of approval. I agree with Chad. I think he's a vampire. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm not going that far, Chad. No offense. Um, let's go back to the LARPers here. And uh... <laughs> oh yes, Chad, you've been good this year, and your theory is correct. Yay. Audience, I tried. I tried, audience. 
uh, we go back to the LARPers here, and um, here's an interesting tidbit. Chad, I want to get your uh, opinion on this. They're going to make costumes for Kate and Clint. What do you think of that? I love that. I love that. Um, we're going to get the cool purple and black, right? That's going to be a thing. That's going to be cool. Um, I like this. I like superheroes getting their costumes you know we need to call up edna mole from the incredibles or whatever get like like it's it's great it's i hope just no capes that's that's the rule right no capes chad does he need an h on his forehead though um yes i think he does otherwise because i think if he doesn't have the h on his forehead um i'm gonna be giving him an l on his forehead Oh, okay. All the right. branding, Michael. The branding. They, they're already yeah. calling him the archer. They, people need to know. It starts with an H. It's Hawkeye. Well, yeah, tell me. Then I'm they'll call... say the archer. <laughs> the archer. Tommy, I'm going to call you out. Last week you said you didn't think this was going to come back up. I don't think – I think a costume is coming back up. I don't think that costume will be made. Mm-hmm. I actually – I haven't went back and rewatched, but I was listening to something, and someone mentioned that you can see that costume in the background of the LARPing scene. Um, you can see like the original Hawkeye costume. In well, that's that. where his inspiration cut. And now he likes it. He saw it. It looks cool on the LARPer. He's Maybe you're right. It. I could see them being doing a thing where like he walks out in like the full costume and he like looks in the mirror and says, "Why the hell is there an H on my head?" And then like the very next scene, it's like the costume just without the head, the head like part of it. I could see uh, that. I think yeah. you're onto something there. They're I'll gonna make. They're gonna. They're, they're gonna. Stuff. They're gonna make it some kind of joke about it. Yeah, yeah, no, no doubt. Um, so let's move on to one of the more exciting scenes, uh, the climactic scene. They're going to go get the watch back. Kate breaks into the apartment, and the Hawkeye is up on the roof. And... Uh, okay, here, Tom, Tommy, you ready for my rant? Yep. Stop spoiling casting. Oh, my God. We knew Yelena was coming. Can you keep a lid on it, Marvel, please? I mean, the entire time I knew... Okay, first and foremost, they released a teaser for this episode before this. And, of course, the internet, who are super freaking smart, were able to realize the person that was wearing the Splinter Cell outfit was Yelena because it looks like the costume from the comics. And, of course, we already knew Yelena was coming into the show. So I knew that Yelena was going to be in this episode at the end. And when, like, the whole... There's like, oh, Maya's not with you? Then she's up here fighting me. And it's like... It's like... Oh, can you... Like, I just knew it was coming. Like, what a reveal that would have been had we not known. Like, that would have been, like, the that would have been like the coolest part of this entire series. Oh, Michael, do I have to say this? Is why I don't watch teaser trailers or trailers. Because they give us too much. You already got us hooked to lying. We don't need to know that you Like, even we didn't need that post credit scene that Yolena is going to be looking at Draka. We could have had her um, working. We could have just had the scene of, like, she's working with uh, uh, Madame Hydra. But we didn't need to see uh, that they're going for for Clint specifically because I agree with you. It did. It's like this whole scene. It's like okay, we we we've been waiting for for her to show up. We knew it was coming. Dad, do you care about this at all? Um, I didn't know she was on it. And I was shocked as hell. Okay. So, and that's the so, thing. Like, I'm sure you like enjoyed that. Reveal. Yeah, I went. I literally went. Oh wow! Gasp! Like, I, I was. I was shocked and surprised. Did so. you? Did you say gasp or did you? Actually... I did. I went. Oh, gasp! Did you ring the bells? I. You know what? I didn't ring the bells. I didn't have them with me. But here, this is what I did. I saw her on the screen and I went. Oh, gasp! <laughs> Christmas came early. 
I love it. Um, I, I'll, I'll leave it alone because this scene was really cool. Um, we get we get Maya versus Kate, and then Hawkeye versus Splinter Cell Mystery Splinter Cell Lady, who we totally don't know who that is. Oh, who could this be? <laughs> um, but yeah, any standouts here for you, Tommy? I think it was a really cool scene. I think like I can't remember if this is where we got the whole like uh, conversation about the watch that it belongs to someone that they they need to keep secret. You know, I think the, the the clear thing would be like maybe Tony. We talked about that before, but like Tony's dead. Why would they need to keep a secret still? Um, I again, I'm gonna. I, I think it could be with his wife. I think that's a cool connector, and and she's been shown as capable and and probably an agent in their own right. Um, I think the fight scenes were really cool. I, I I think it was cool how they were. It was almost like three battles going on, right? And like seeing that that choreography of like um, once they all got mixed together, I think was really fun. Of like, all right, well, like uh, you know, Elena doesn't have anything against Kate, so she's trying to get Kate out. Like she doesn't want to fight her; she just wants to fight Clint. But then you know, uh, Echo's trying to fight all of them. Like like it's just this fun mashup. I thought. Here's my thing, though. If somebody killed my sister. And I was seeking revenge. I don't think I would care who's standing in my way. I don't know why she'd just pummel Kate or like throw Kate off. Like, like she could have, she like ran away at the end. You're all guilty by association at that point. Exactly. Like, get out of my way. This person's a murderer. And if you help them, you're done too. Sorry. But she's Oops. trying to get away from her Black Widow past. She's trying to do, do the right thing and not kill everyone, okay, just the people she's attached to. I don't know if I like dark Yelena because the real one of like fifty percent of the reason I love Black Widow so much is because of Yelena, and uh, she's very like. Mm. I don't know if I like that. I need some jokes from Yelena soon. Well, you know, this is her enemies. Maybe if they become her friends, then we'll get like jokes. Haha. -ha. Maybe she'll she'll join in on the Christmas. Imagine her in a nice little Christmas. Would song. you have rathered her like staring down Hawkeye and then like a pie to the face? Yeah. Yeah, sure, bring it on. Oh, At yeah. this point, um, what do we have to lose? Um, and also, we we end all of this by Hawkeye breaks up with Kate Bishop. But and by the way, Hawkeye completely disrespected Eleanor's mother by putting her in yet another insanely dangerous position. Um, but yeah, they break up. I guess it's a break. Is it a breakup, Tommy? That... Yeah, I think he ended the the partnership started here and ended here. I I think again, it's like that. There's that one scene where she's falling and he like you can tell that he's flashing back to like Natasha like falling, right? Um right. and so like I think that for him is like I just can't have a partner. I thought I could, like I can't I can't deal with that stress again. Um I didn't mind it. I think it made sense. I think it's obviously it's like any storytelling, right? And this episode is always gonna be they're gonna fall break apart and then they'll come back together right for the finale. Um so like it, you know, it's it's queer storytelling uh techniques. But it it worked for me. Yeah, I liked it. Um, yeah, I mean, Tommy said exactly what I was thinking. Like, it's it's the inevitable breakup, so they can come back together. Um, I I'm very much pro Kate, uh, and pretty much anything she could do when she got into the room just by helping somebody up an elevator, like that was hilarious. I was really expecting the guy in the elevator to 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 come back into the frame at some point because, like. When she even noticed that he was talking to the an Avenger, he like got all weird. So I was like, "Oh, bad guy! That's a bad guy!" And then like you never hear from him again. So yeah, I think it was like she's crazy was what they were going for. Like, no way is she talking to an Avenger. She got fucking arrows in the yeah. back. Like, what do you mean? Like, she's clearly dressed up in a costume. I agree, Chad. Like, I was like, yeah. this guy first of all, if, come yeah, back. 
if some lady with arrows strapped to her back wants to like carry my stuff up the stairs and help me and follow me to an elevator, I think I'm getting robbed. I think I'm going to say, ma'am, I don't have any money. Please leave me alone. Well, Chad, I agree. I do agree because, yeah, I think they were trying to make us think that, like, he thought she was crazy. But I was also like, what if this is, like, one of the older tracksuit mafia guys? <laughs> that's what I thought. Like, I'm like, oh, this is a bad guy. What, yeah. guys, what if that's the new kingpin? He's going <laughs> to, in front of our face the whole time. I nope. mean, <laughs> he's very frail. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a little frail for that. But, uh, it's like the opposite yeah. of kingpin. I thought it was a fun, again, it's like showing like Kate, Kate style versus uh, Clint style, right? Like they have, to, he's like, be all steep. And she's like, I could just use the elevator. Like I can just get in this way. It's all fine. Um, and I also when she falls down and goes back up, well, maybe that was a different building, but she had no problem getting in on her own. It seemed like. like yeah, I think it's different. I think it was the building across. So that building, they need yeah, to because she had Yeah, because she had to like zip line across the building and the zip line got stuck halfway through. That was funny too. Yeah. So. Well, all right, guys. I think that kind of brings us to the end here. Um, Chad, any overarching thoughts here? For, for um, you? Jack's a vampire, um, yeah, and yeah. I can't wait to say I told you so when it uh, ends up being right. And uh, other than that, um, really liking the show so far. Uh, really fun, and I'm excited to see um, what more they have in store. I'm excited to watch Hawkeye save Christmas. Yes, yes, and he will. Um but Tommy, there's some big news in the Marvel world, or is it? We will discuss. Um, I want to get your take on. We got some news this week. Kevin Feige made a comment about if Daredevil were to show up in the MCU, it would be uh, Charlie Cox, and that is yet to be determined when, where, or how. Um, but like, I guess for me, like, uh, like I kind of was briefly fooled by the headlines that Charlie Cox has been confirmed to be in the MCU. Um, but I texted you and you had some pushback there. So what do you think about all this news? What, uh, how do you feel about it? Well, my pushback was just like, yeah, the way it was worded was like, if we ever do Daredevil, it will always be Charlie Cox. He is our Daredevil. Kind of the same way that I think they said the same sort of thing with Deadpool, which like we are getting more Deadpool, but they like, if we're going to do Deadpool, it's going to be Ryan Reynolds. Like they've said that a couple of times with some actors. Um, I do think we will get him not in Hawkeye. I think like, I'm all in on Kingpin being in Hawkeye. I think we're getting Vincent in, in as, at, at the end. Um, I think Daredevil, if he's going to show up, I think it's going to be Spider-Man. Oh, it's definitely going to be Yeah, there's already so yeah. much going on there, but I think I could see him coming in there. I don't know if it's needed because, again, they already have a stacked – they have so much going on over in Spider-Man world. Uh, but that that's where I can see. But I like it. I, I've talked about this a little bit with, with our friend uh, Alex Broussard. And, like, something we've talked about is, like, Daredevil's there. Like, they're all in New York. There should be more cross-references to each other. Because it's, like, it's crazy to me. Like, we've talked about this before. Of like, if something's happening, all heroes should be involved. Uh, like, in some sense. Or at least, like, they're not going to completely avoid the areas where Daredevil is. That's my thought. So, like, I would like some. I don't need, know if it needs to be a big Why would there. Why would a supervillain even have any of their plans in New York? Like, wouldn't you want to go, like, yo, I'm in, like, Maine. Like, there's no one in Maine. Like, my I'm a crime kingpin in like Idaho, where there's no superheroes. Yeah. Like, well, they they can't go west because they'd have to watch out for those West Coast Avengers, in right? There. But yeah, no, I like, agree with you. Why I'm, not I'm the Kansas? South. I'm the South Dakota maniac, and there's no Avengers here. 
I'm with you, Chad. Let's let's we'll go to Kansas and we'll become the, the crime lords of Kansas, and no Avengers <laughs> will take us out there. Exactly. Not Kansas. Um, but yeah, so uh, just interesting news. So I did keep a lookout, especially with like a lot of the rumors flying around about Kingpin showing up and obviously Spider-Man. So um, how, how do you feel about it being? Are you are you a Charlie Cox for Daredevil? Did you like him in, in the Netflix series? I only had watched the first season. I plan to watch the next. I, I plan to rewatch the first one. I, I plan to rewatch the entire series. So um, soon, obviously, because I think I need to. But uh, yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was very good. So yeah. I think um, you hit up Charlie Cox only if Ben Affleck is says no. <laughs> Here's the thing: like, I do think I kind of feel like you could get somebody better than Charlie Cox. Um, with that like, being said, Vincent D'Onofrio, I don't think you can get anyone yeah. better. I actually I thought most. Pick, yeah, I thought most of the Netflix casting, other than Iron Fist. I thought all the other ones were pretty good. Like, oh, I loved I loved David Tennant as Kill as uh, Kilgrave. <laughs> yeah, like I thought everyone else was pretty solid. Uh, to be honest, so I, w- I would like to see all. I hope that we eventually get that all of them will be back in some form because I, I I think they all would do well in the MCU proper. Get A lot of Punisher. it comes down to like what like does Disney and I guess Disney Plus slash like Marvel own the rights to the Netflix properties. Cause like, aren't those like, those are Netflix shows. So like, I don't know. It's, it's yeah. Right. Like we're throwing our hands like this way and that. Cause we don't know, but. Oh, I, I believe they didn't. I believe they do now. I want yellow uh, daredevil. Oh yeah. Is that I thing? would like more. There's a, yeah. Like there's a version where he's like, a, it's like a yellow suit daredevil. Okay. Before it. Yeah. It's really, really ugly. it's really ugly and i'd have to imagine he like put on the costume and was like what do you think froggy do i look cool and because he's blind and wouldn't know he said yeah oh yeah you look great and uh and so then he like ziplined through new york like look at me i'm daredevil and everyone was like what is this bright costume over here i will say when he does become yellow suit daredevil it is there it is one of the best daredevil comics uh it, it runs but uh it is it is goofy looking. I would like all of the uh, heroes to don their old costumes at some point. I, yeah. I like that they've done homages. Like we had Wanda and, and Vision do it for Halloween. That was fun. Um, let's do more of that. Yeah. So, uh, Tommy, let's move on to uh, some recommendations here. I've got one that I'm excited to talk about. It's Star Wars related. It's going to tie in to something that I saw recently. Um, but here's the thing. Look, if you're not a video game player, you know, I think I actually might have recommended a video game before. Star Wars The Old Republic. It is a MMO. Um, uh, and, and basically you're you're playing either like a Jedi, smuggler, bounty hunter, Sith, in the Star Wars universe. You create your character, you go through, you make choices, and, and it affects your story. But listen, if you're not a video game person, that's fine. I've got something even better for you. Look up Star Wars The Old Republic Cinematics. Okay, because every expansion they release like a five to ten minute cinematic video, and it's some of the coolest Star Wars animation that like I have ever seen, and and it tells a story too, like all the cinematics tied together. It's basically like an animated movie if you want to go watch that. So the Old Republic cinematics, and I only say that because we just like minutes before getting on here had a release of a cinematic trailer of Star Wars Eclipse, which is a new video game being brought to us very soon very little details about that we will talk about it more i'm sure 
but um the cinematic is really cool so go watch that trailer as well that's what got me thinking about it today so there's my recommendation um tommy i'll pass the ball to you yeah i mean uh i've started watching our, our arcane off your recommendation and loving that i don't want to recommend that because like you already did i'll recommend like a game i got back into it's a very like easy relaxing game it's a multiplayer uh, a game called overcooked you know it's on the switch i think it's on a couple other systems it's very easy. It's, it's just one of those cooking games. You, you make the little recipes. You got to run and deliver it. There's lots of hazards in the way. The, the, the kitchen explodes and splits into two, and then you got to throw the ingredients. It's wild. It's crazy. It's fun. You can be little characters like a little alligator or like a raccoon in a wheelchair is one of the characters. Um, fun times. All right, Chad. What you got for us? I know it's got to be good. Oh, man. Um, What does all... What does old Chad Chatty Boy have in store for you? Um, mine's not a video game. Uh, mine is uh, mine's a podcast. I'm gonna recommend a podcast for everyone to check out and listen to. Um, specifically uh, this week's episode of said podcast. If you're looking for, um, if you're if you're a kid growing up in the '90s and and you and you always want to know what shit '90s shows have taught me, uh, I recommend looking at this week's episode of Shit '90s Show Pod uh, because I'm on. It. and we discuss boy meets world and my mother comes on the podcast and it's it's a great time and it's very fun and it was my mom's podcast debut so she wouldn't even come on my own podcast but she was on this one just that episode of the podcast not any other episodes that maybe potentially other co-hosts of this podcast have been on of that podcast who gives a flying fuck about those episodes we care about the ones I'm on, baby. Guys, here's the thing. I feel like I have to come to you guys. Um, like, uh, get the. I want to be on this podcast. I haven't been invited. Michael, oh. I'll, I'll hook you up. Yeah, well, my my people will talk to yeah. your people. I want to yeah. have you on SpongePod. Is what I want to have you on. I will come on SpongePod. I'm like, uh, I, I just like my bread and butter right there. It's as like soon fun. as I get welcomed on to Ned's Declassified, uh, that podcast, I will, uh, <laughs> I'll extend the podcast invite. You heard him, Tommy. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Let me tell you when we do Ned's again. That's a real question. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming it's coming i swear we we have it set up but we we definitely took a break on that one that's okay i've taken a break from sponge pot also yeah. all right bando's, bando's a, gonna be a dad he's busy well Aww. here listen chad i want to give you the chance to well first and foremost thank you so much for being here but thank I you get, for having me I would tell people where they can find your podcast. Where can they find you? Are you yeah. on social media? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You can find me at 213 uh, West Dewey Street, um, apartment four. Um, I It's it's a big gray building. Um, it's got red shutters. You can find me there specifically. I go to bed between the hours of 9 p.m. and 2 a.m. Uh, usually I'm there. Uh, my door's always unlocked. And there's usually money in the, um, uh, in the uh, cabinet by the oven. Um, if you're looking to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Chatting Tatum One. Uh, that's where you'll find me on Twitter, and that's where I usually share a lot of my podcasts. Uh, Sponge Podcast Pants is like my primary podcast that I'm doing right now, um, and occasionally I run D and D for Post Show Recaps, which is a very fun, fun time. Um, I uh, it's it's great, it's it's fun, and uh, those are where you can find me. Uh, if you want to follow me on TikTok. Uh, 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 hi, I'm Chad. All one word. That's me. Um, and if you want to follow me on Instagram, just underscore Chad underscore. I like to have different things per different thing because that's how people find you. Um, if you're different on every platform. 
It really shows those rider dies for you, Chad. Like, exactly. Really you cares. have to search. You can't just type in one thing and think it's going to be there for everyone. Oh, no contraire, mon frere. Chad, I really hope that wasn't your address because I'm not editing it out. Uh, no, well, come find me. I'll, that, that's how I'll, I'll know who out. my fans are. Oh, no. All right. Uh, he's asking for it, guys. Yeah. So. Uh, I usually leave my house between the hours of uh, 7 a.m. to like 6 p.m. So, uh, and like I said, doors always unlocked. So, yeah, if you're right. looking to rob me, those would be the times to do it. And yes, yeah, so, you know, if you're going to rob me, at least leave me something in return. Yeah, you you should enter the house with bells, ding ding, exactly, ding, and then like leave some cookies and a note yeah, for Chad. Exactly, leave me my fan mail. All right, I'm going to go ahead and wrap us up here. It's been a wild one. Chad, thank you again. Yes. Always fun. Um, Always fun. Let's do this again sometime. We will. We will. Yes. Um, yeah, I want to have have me on during the next big Marvel movie or something. I want to talk about a movie. Okay. I want to do a movie. Yeah. You're, you're looking for an upgrade. We'll, we'll see. I'm looking, we'll yeah, yeah. I've been batting the minors for so actually, I do think I have upgraded though because I went from Bad Batch, which is a show like no one watched, to then Hawkeye, <laughs> which is like. Probably like which, which is a, a thing that lots of people are watching. So next yeah. up is movie. Yeah, you're slowly fighting for Tommy's uh, co-host spot. Yeah, well, if he keeps showing up late, maybe I'll have it. You know, he was late today, like two minutes. Yeah, no, it was more than two minutes. I was able to read Michael my entire manifesto to, uh, while you were. Playing. All right, all right. This is madness. I'm closing us out. Thank you, Aaron Robertson, for our music, and Ethan Kellum who did our logo. Please rate and review us on iTunes, preferably five stars. It really helps us out. And please subscribe because that helps you out. Um, you'll be getting episodes from us every single week if you do that. Also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Star Wars Pod. And if you want to join our Discord community, message us on those social media platforms and we'll hook you up. That's all we got for you guys. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time. Before you close out, I think there's only fitting that we leave on like this. Bye 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 bye